Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. State of the Suns, driven by Sonic Drive-In. Mmm, Sonic. Burns and Gambo take you inside the Suns front office and talk with a key decision maker. Our weekly visit with James Jones. Uh, we worked with the Suns and James specifically to move the interview to after the trade deadline. Usually we talk to him on a Wednesday. Made much more sense to talk to him after the deadline, and it certainly makes a lot of sense now with the acquisition of Kevin Durant in the big trade that came down on Wednesday. And with that, we welcome into the show President of Basketball Operations and General Manager of the Suns, James Jones here on Burns and Gambo. Congratulations on the big trade, James. Thanks for your time today. All right, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, Super Bowl's in town, and we haven't done anything except talk Suns for the last few days. So you guys have taken over the buzz in this town. Let me ask you, I know I know you had spoken to the Nets a few times over the summer when KD requested a trade, but you guys were never able to, to get a deal done for you know various reasons. When did you begin to revisit the KD to the Suns and this mega trade that just went down? Uh, sorry, say again, the last part, you broke up a little bit. When did you begin to revisit it? You had spoken to the Nets over the summer about KD when he requested a trade. Obviously, he stayed with the Nets, but it became after the after Kyrie left. Is that when you began to revisit a potential trade with Brooklyn? I mean, no, it came together really, really quickly. Um, I would say it was a couple of days before um, we actually made the deal. Um, we connected on, on multiple things, but, you know, it was – the subject of KD potentially, you know, being in Phoenix um, was something that he wanted to pursue and something that the Nets were open to discussing. And so we started having conversation and they went really, really quickly. Yeah, I know what the Nets may have wanted in July may be different from what they wanted now. But let me just ask you, over the summer, did you feel at any point over the summer that you were close to getting a deal done with Brooklyn for Durant? Or was it, or was it always that you just didn't have what it would take to get a deal done? Um, I, I really couldn't get a good gauge in the summer. Um, my, my sense was they didn't want to trade him. Um, they, they wanted to explore and, and do everything they could to try to get a really good player, one of the greatest ever, to, to remain with the franchise. And I think, you know, him remaining with them early, it, it was it was evident that um, he would have been great with them. Uh, they started out great in, in Brooklyn. And then once circumstances changed, I, I think they just felt it was, it was best to move on. And uh, they re-engaged, and um, you know, you never really know whether or not anything, any, any of these things will get done. But I was more confident this time than I was in the summer that we could get across the finish line. You've spoken to us many, many times, James, about patience, uh, whether it was a Jay Crowder trade, whether it was the first-round picks. You've you've often spoken of patience here. Was Kevin Durant? always ultimately in the back of your mind or even in the front of your mind, the the manifestation of that patience, like the goal throughout all of it, was it always Kevin Durant for you? No, it wasn't. Um, you know, like it, it's very rare that you get a chance to be in, in the conversation with players of his caliber. Uh, so if, if you hold out and think that I'll just wait for that day to come, um, I think you're actually foolish. I don't think that's patience. I think that's foolishness. And so for us, it was trying to position ourselves to be ready um, if, a, if an opportunity like this presented itself. And I think we were because we had all our draft picks, uh, because we've been diligent uh, with how we built the team. Um, but more importantly, just because as, as time has gone on, I think we've established ourselves as a, as a good franchise. And, and when you do that, great players, good players want to be there. And it makes it easier for you to make extremely tough decisions like we did uh, when we had to, you know, and, and include two guys three guys that you know were instrumental for us when they have to be a part of 
uh, of a trade. So yeah. it's, you know, you have to be patient, but um, you also have to get lucky. I want to ask you about those guys because obviously we're, you know, a lot of people in the Valley are celebrating and we're congratulating you, but there's a, there's a, a tough side to this and there's a flip side to the coin. You drafted Cam Johnson. You are obviously a huge part of the organization throughout Mikel's, you know, development, Jay Crowder, the acquisition. How difficult was it to part ways with three guys who were, you know, two of which were especially instrumental this year, three of which were huge for you guys over the last few. How tough was that for you? It's extremely difficult um, on a personal level. Um, I understand, like, it makes for, for good headlines. And, and I always say the drama and the, the shock and the disappointment that comes with trade season is everything that fans and people love uh, to consume. Um, it's the drama that makes sports special and spectacular. But ultimately, like, you know, they're, they're people. They're people first, the people that we get a chance to, to compete with and, and that we, we, we tend and learn to love. And, uh, and sacrifice with. So it's, it's extremely difficult. Um, you get over it. We all understand it's a part of the business, but that doesn't mean that it's the part of the business that you have to really appreciate and love. I had heard that the that the Suns were reluctant to include Mikael Bridges in, in any deal last summer. I mean, KD or anything else because of just how much value you put on him as a player. Obviously, you signed him to a contract extension. What At this point, what made you decide to include him in the deal was was it was it Mikhail Bridges had to be in the deal to get it done is that why you eventually did it yeah I mean I I, I just think like anyone would if, if you're one if you're pursuing one of the, the greatest players of all time um, you're going to want a really good player in return at a minimum and um, there just was no package or, or no configuration that um, was going to be suitable for them that didn't include Mikhail and so that's that's the tough part about it. Um, it, it signals two things that, you know, Mikel's a really good player, which is why uh, we were reluctant to have him in those conversations. Um, and then two, that it takes a really good player to get a great player. And, you know, that's the cost of, of, of trying to compete for titles. How hard did you try to do a deal without including Mikel? Um, I mean, it's as hard as I could. Hmm. Um, you never want to give up your good player. So um, I think if it was just that easy, to, to do it, I mean, there wouldn't have been a discussion. Um, this was a long process when we talked about Cam, Mikel, Jay Crowder, uh, Dario Sarge, because it's just not um, KD. It's the other guys that have been a part of what we've been doing that had to be included in some form or fashion. So, look, I, I get it. It's it's uh, it's a great time to be here in Phoenix where you have you know renewed excitement about our championship aspirations and our, and our guys that are no longer with us are going to go on to do great things. So. You know, we move forward and we try to improve and, and and continue to push towards the championship. James Jones, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show for his weekly visit. And again, our thanks for uh, moving things around to you and the Suns organization because it just made more sense to do it this way. There's obviously a new dynamic in play now going into this trade deadline, and that's the new owner, Matt Ishbia. How, how was it working with him? How influential was he in this deal? How how different did that make things for you as you went about doing your job going into this deadline, knowing that you had him working kind of behind the scenes alongside with you on this one? Matt's been extremely uh, supportive and, and collaborative in, in the sense that he, he brings a fresh perspective and and a desire, desire to make decisions in, in the best interest of the franchise. And he said it before, it takes what it takes. We're about winning. Uh, he wants to win and, and win at a high level and wants us to be an elite franchise. And the only way you can do that is you have to you have to um, 
make big, bold moves, and he's done that. Um, he's encouraged us to do that, and we'll continue to do that as long as uh, – if he's on board with it. Does the financial portion of this that comes along with adding a guy like KD, is that, you know, I don't know what kind of discussions you had had with Matt prior to him taking over, but it, was that a relief to know that that, that was not going to be a concern for him or hold him back from making a deal like this, given how deep in the luxury tax you might go with it? I mean, it helps. It helps. I mean, it's, it, it, you know, everyone knows it costs us a tremendous amount of money to make this move. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll worry about that. Um, by focusing on winning. And so it's, it's great to have that partnership and uh, we'll be diligent and smart. You know, it's not a, a blank check to just go out here and try to use money to solve all your problems. We still have to play well. We still have to develop well. We still have to, to do all those things to improve. Um, money's just not the cure, uh, but it definitely can be an asset and a tool. Diligent and smart. I, I mean, I give you a, a, just so much credit for resisting the temptations, you know, over the last seven or eight months to to trade draft assets to go get in a player that, you know, is just an okay player. I mean, there there, there were some good players available at OG Ananobia, John Collins, uh, Fred Van Vliet that you ju- you guys just didn't have interest in. And I think by holding on to those draft picks you know, and, and showing some resolve and patience, it allowed you to be in a position to do this. Because let's be honest, if you had traded two of those draft picks at any point for somebody else, you're not making a Kevin Durant trade two days ago. I mean, well, the calculus is, are the decisions that we're making, are they going to make us an elite team or an elite franchise? And when you look at it through, through that lens, um, I think decisions become easier from a fan perspective, from you know an outsider perspective. Uh, you always want excitement. You want an injection of something different. Um, but for us, that difference, that, that difference has to be a real di- difference maker. And I think that's what we got in KD. From your perspective as a basketball guy, how difficult did it just get to guard the Phoenix Suns when you've got everybody healthy and on the floor at the same time, James? Um, I, I think we got a little bit better. I mean, I'll leave it to our guys. I think <laughs> we all know how we all know how extremely confident and potent they are. Uh, but we don't need to to promote ourselves. You know, we'll just have to let our play dictate that. Buyer beware on the on the buyout market, right? There's a reason that a lot of these players are are getting let go, and teams the teams are letting them go, and they don't want them, and they don't want to bring them back next year. But will you look heavily into the buyout market? Do you feel like that's an avenue to add some 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 size and defense to this roster? Uh, Gambo, you ask me these questions all the time. I was like, will you go and look at the buyout market? Of course, <laughs> you know you, you have to. You know it's an opportunity to improve our team. I've always said. If there's a chance to improve our team, we'll use every every avenue. Uh, we'll explore all opportunities to get better. And if we can find someone that, one, has the skill set that we want um, and that can help us, and two, uh, they're willing to come in and, and and do what we need them to do for us to be a successful team, we'll look at it. Uh, hoping those two things match up um, would be um, – I hope those two things match up if, if we can find someone. Well, what do you think – if if a trade for Kevin Durant did not come about, what, what do you think the Suns would have done? Would you would you have basically stood pat with the roster and tried to get healthy? Would you have made a minor move? Was there any other major moves that you may have made? Oh, we, we consider a lot of things. And I'll say this is the one that we zeroed in on, but uh, I won't get into specifics, but we had – a multitude of, of options that we were would have explored, but we, no, we wouldn't have been the same. We wouldn't have stood pat. Like 
that wasn't the plan or is never the plan. Um, only if all those things fall through, but I was fairly confident we would do something. I do, something have to, I do have to ask you about Darius Baisley. You traded Dario Saric, and obviously it does save you money on the tax, but here's a kid that he does seem to fit the James Jones mold of being a versatile defensive player that could guard one two, five. He fell out of favor a little bit and was struggling, but if you just ask him to come in and play some defense, it does look like he's a guy that has that defensive versatility that you like. Well, he has a chance here with us, you know, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, um, extremely athletic, uh, a great defender, uh, can finish above the rim, but most importantly, um, can play and pick up full court. And that's what we need around our guys. You know, we, we, we're going to have enough scoring. We just need guys that defensively uh, can bring something uh, on a nightly basis that we haven't had in the past. James, as always, we appreciate it. Again, congratulations on what has been a franchise-altering week for the Phoenix Suns organization. We look forward to chatting with you next week. Enjoy the weekend. All right. Thanks, guys.